That's terrible. Yo, on that note, welcome to this football and friends. My name is Mitch Matiana, Matt here, uh, Lloyd's here, Callum's here. And as always, every Tuesday afternoon, I hope you're enjoying lunch. I hope you're counting the days till your holiday. And for those who are still at school that watch the podcast as well, hope you're enjoying exams. Um, trying to think who else. Students, if you all watch our podcast. If you're in retirement village, yo, we just never know. Um, I hope you're just kicking it, chilling, playing checkers and darts. And I don't know what people Edge. do in retirement villages, but that's where I'm going to end it. Yeah. Edge. Round of applause. Your team is on top of the log and won this weekend. Wait, I like that. And I like, this I like the energy. You said and one. Yeah, this and one. Yeah. 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 one because we sacked yeah. Ole. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> but you won and got to y'all. Y'all look at technicalities, man. Let's kick the show <laughs> off with comments from friends. How this works is you send in your comments on Twitter, <clears throat> Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, mix pep text, uh, can in a string, and we listen in and we drop it into the show. It's very simple, so please keep an eye out on our socials so you can be featured on the show, as I said. All right, gents, let's start off. Uh, I think we're going to start off on this one. There we go. Lovely win over the weekend for my boys in red. However, Arsenal should hold their heads up high, finally finding identity in their camp. Hopefully, the result won't derail them from what's brewing there. That's Lani21. Shout out to Lani, man. He's one of the new new friends on the platform, and he keeps commenting, so we appreciate that. Another local comment. Very happy uh, with the performance at Anfield. It's something so raw and emotive when your manager is involved in a spat on the sidelines, and the team responds on the pitch the way that they did. Our pressing during the game was almost suffocating. A bounce back and three points. That's from Nadine. Um, yeah, Callum, how are you feeling, man? Good game. Good game of football. I feel like the first 30 minutes was quite exciting to see. No, I mean, no one expected Arsenal to come out like that. But, of course, you guys asserted yourselves as the Liverpool team at Anfield. How are you feeling? I just want to shout out Red Bull, guys. If you do want to sponsor <laughs> us, then by all means. Oh, cut the check. <laughs> I can't Bull. believe he waited. He waited this whole time to do that. That Red Bull's so warm now because he was waiting. He thinks he's Arnold. <laughs> look at that, look at that, look at that. Look at that, guys. Come on. Sugar free. Class. There we go. Forget anyway, it. to Red Bull, man. I need energy to explain this, but my boys, uh, two weeks ago, for the last three weeks, I've been calling us to, to, to shape up and, and really put in a performance, especially in midfield, and not allow easy transitions. And that's what what we had this week. And I think there was only one moment when Aubameyang sort of was in on goal towards the right-hand side, hit the ball, and then Alisson made a save. I think that was the only real threat from the game where, you know, for the last two games, you've had four, five, six plus of those moments and, and teams have been scoring. So I think all-round performance, I don't. I think a lot of people alluding to the Arsenal being really good in the first 30 minutes. I don't think they were like amazing. They didn't create much, but I'd say Liverpool words out of first, second gear. And I think that spat on the, on the touchline really kicked Anfield into gear. And then you, you felt like, you know, when Anfield do start erupting and things like that, then um, the field looks quite small for the opposition and Liverpool just know exactly where to press in, in, in the right zone. So, and we, we suffocated, um, suffocated them into many mistakes and our, our front three just did what they do best. And you allow Trent to have that much time on the ball, he's going to hurt any team in the world. Um, I'm looking at this kid at right back, 
and 51 assists already in his career in the Premier League. Uh, guys, that's it's it's nuts. Um, he's second most oh, the crazy in terms of creativity. Is... He's the most creative player in the Premier League at the moment in terms of second in assists, second in um, chances creators, but first in um, key key chances. I know there's a difference between big chances and key chances, whatever they call it. But if you look at all those things, those analytics, he's up there with the likes of Bruno and Salah for for creativity from right back. Um, and you know what's funny is that this season we're not really speaking about his defensive capabilities or, or, or lack thereof, as people would have, would have alluded to last season and the year before. He's just going about his business and found a bit of rhythm. Ten games in the league, six assists, one goal. It's, that's a very decent return. And I think the only player matching him is Reese James. We know we had Cancelo cooking this weekend. But in terms of numbers, Reese James and Trent Alexander-Arnold are on different levels at the moment, guys. They're the two standout right backs yes. in world football at the moment. And that's a big, big shot for me. But I think Matt can probably agree with that. Boys cooked. We we did amazingly. I'm proud of the lads. Four no look yeah, that's that's our normal at Anfield against Arsenal. They haven't beaten us nine years at at at, at home. And I just feel like we normally we don't struggle at the Emirates, but they put up more of a fight there. When they come to Anfield, I don't know what it is, but Arsenal just don't don't seem to perform and, and Mikhail Teta never had a plan B. Um, look, his boys, they, they have um, shaped up in the last, you know, 10, 11 games. However, they need a bit more than that when you're coming out against a really well-drilled team. You know what I'm saying? So you actually have to put us under some pressure and change up. You can't keep playing out from the back against us, especially when we have our press on point. As soon as he found out our press was on point, he should have he should have done something else and, and changed it up at halftime. But, you know, a couple of minutes into the, into the second half and the game's sort of done. So, yeah, well done to my lads. Now, transition, I think this is a perfect note to go into uh, the Chelsea game. Uh, Matt, it looked quite techy, but you guys got through top of the log. You must be feeling happy, of course, all the conversation around Reese James as well in that fullback, fullback uh, competition. Uh, how are you feeling, man, with this result over the weekend and going forward? Like you said, um, Reese James has been excellent. Uh, what do you call him? A fullback. What did you say? A fullback. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. Fullback. You know what I mean. You know yeah, what I mean. That's a general feeling. Um, I know Liam stepped out. I think, I think, I think he's focused on the Man United job. I think, I think, I think he looks. Look, we've been good. We've been good. But Leicester was poor though. There's something that's not right. James Madison's not clicking. Inya Nacho, I don't know when he's going to decide to cook. Vardy mm -hmm. gets Inya Nacho. Inya Nacho. You said Let's that. add that hey, one to the Carabo Cup. When did he sign <laughs> Add <it>? another one. <laughs> uh, Inya Nacho. And then Vardy gets the odd goal there and there. Um, Perez, he gets... Barnes is not even on form. So it was really like a poor, poor display of football from Leicester. So they, but yeah. my team was just good. Um, I mean, 3-0. First game after Gallon <laughs> just laughing. <laughs> First no, game. Pause this know, thing, guys. <laughs> no, you can't you can't go at Mitch if you do this every week. Add it to the list. He's got a list. Yo, at the end of this at the end of the year, we're gonna at the end of the season, we're gonna have a book of how Matt you pronounce it. Are we gonna make a compilation? It's gonna be Matt's of words. All only. those moments and names. Sanachu, Carabo. In an in an acha, in an outcha, what? <laughs> in an acha, <laughs> that's hungry. Yeah. Lord, acha. Yo, Yo, shout out, shout out. 
Yeah, what was that? But song? no, no, no. Good performance. You talk about the three nil. Um, yeah. Kande also great goal. Yeah, cracker man. Listen, I, I'm always worried about the first game after international break, and then we also had the early kickoff. So that I'm always worried. Everyone is worried. Um, but yeah, we got through that. Eventually, we got through it comfortably. And Kante scores a cracker. Doesn't even realize he scores a cracker. Just he's James keeps cooking on the on the right wing. Yes, sir. You can speak to me. Uh, no, guys, Kante is so underrated in that position. Remember, he scored a cracker against United. Not a cracker, but like he sent their whole back line yeah. four years ago. And then against Liverpool uh, two. two years ago, I think, he also scored a cracker like at edge, like almost at the edge of the box and he just hits it. Guys, Kante, I know everyone calls him that DM, but I have to interrupt you there, Matthew. I know you never called him that, but I just want, I have to give him yeah. his plaudits. Yeah. He is so brilliant going forward. Linking up, he also hardly loses the ball in the final third. He's yeah. such a smart player. He doesn't get the credit he deserves. Shout out to Kante, guys. World yeah, Cup winner. He's a what? World Cup winner, come on, guys. World Cup, yeah, Champions enough, League winner. Multiple league enough, winner. I know, I, know, I know a lot of people do call him a CDM, but I don't really I don't really know he's a CDM. The, Leicester, the, the time Leicester played, um, it was Danny Drinkwater in the pivot. You know, if Leicester, if I can recall, Kante was the, the furthest guy all over the pitch. Like, he wasn't actually the CDM. Danny Drinkwater was. So, when he plays next to a Jorginho, you can see he's all over the pitch. I don't even know if he's the natural CDM, but he finds himself in the pivot. And he makes it look easy. He gets around on the pitch. He covers ground. He he helps the centre backs in a in a three three at the back. Um, he gets he, he's he's getting a lot more freedom in this position under Tuchel. I must say he's getting he's getting getting stuck in on headers. Um, he's winning the ball further up top. So the high press is it, it, it seems like it suits his game more. I will say that. Yeah. So huge win for Chelsea coming up this weekend. Of course, lots of showing. Now we move on. The hard topic where everyone wants to talk about it. Let's start off with a comment from the friend. I know everyone can see it, but I can't. Just give me a second. There we go. To be honest, I backed us to beat Watford because it's Watford. Bruno has had the worst game for us, in my opinion. Bittersweet seeing Ali get sacked, although it should have come a lot sooner. Won't be surprised if we get knocked out the UCL in midweek. Murder underscore GG. We all know who that is. Shout out to Ash. Uh, Liam, let's come to you, bro. Where do you want to start? Where do yeah. you want to start? Do you want to start with the game? Yeah, guys. Then do you want to move to the let's, manager? Let's start with the game. Let's, let's start, start with, with the game. result. Let's start with the result. Um, or let's 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 go with the performance. The performance. Um, no spine. No, no plan. No game plan. No like no proper fight that everyone says they're going to give every week on 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 Twitter and Instagram. Um, the only thing consistent about this team is that the players post something after the game saying that they're going to try harder next week. That's the only consistency that we have um, going at, at the moment. Um, not even the coaching is consistent because every week there's a new area where we're worse than last week <laughs> on, on the field. Um, like, he's managed to turn Matic into a player that we don't want to see on the field anymore. Like, he's taken that guy who's meant to have that experienced role at the club of, like, nurturing players in his position and coming on and doing the job, um, like, every few games, like, doing a, a mature professional job. Like, he's turned Matic into a player that, like, we don't really want to see anymore because I don't know what Matic was doing over the weekend. But um, in, terms of, in terms of Ole, um, it's, it's about time. It's it's been a long time coming. I feel bad 
I feel the only way I feel bad for him is that the 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 club knew they should have done it after the Liverpool game. Because you um, and they they kept him in much longer than um, than he was supposed to, and he ended up getting abuse like that was probably not warranted. Um, but if you go through my timeline, like uh, it probably like seems um, how can I say ironic. Um, but um, there's, there's, we know in England the the abuse is worse, especially when when the fans are there and the guy has to listen to Watford fans singing Ole's at the wheel. I mean, I don't know how he didn't start crying. I was telling him today, if I was coach of Manchester United and we were playing at Watford and the fans were singing Lloyd's at the wheel because my team's playing poorly, like I'd I'd cry. How did the guy keep it together not to sit there and cry? I turned into a baby. Um, no, but yeah, really frustrating. Um, I also went into the weekend thinking, um, you know, it's Watford. No matter how bad we play, it's Watford, guys. Like, we should be rolling them over through our moments of brilliance that we have every now and then, our individual brilliance. And we couldn't even do that. That I think for me, that just shows the players, the players have, well, the, the players gave up on the man. And um, I think they knew themselves, poor result. The man goes, um glad for Van der Beek. He looked like he started cooking a bit um in that game. He actually did cook a lot. Um Sancho added the salt. Hopefully he adds some pepper next week. Um but at least he's bringing some seasoning to the table. It's it's, it's about time. Um he had he had more more positive signs than what he usually does in in games. Still doesn't have that goal involvement. Um but he did he did float that ball in for Ronaldo to knock down to um to Donny. And um yeah now with Michael Carrick coming in, um I don't expect much. Big manager. You can see on my big manager. You big can player. see on my big, um, big on my timeline that um I've already said Carrick out, but that's just <laughs> that's just the bands. But um we just we we need to sort out this this interim position quickly. We we need to sort it out quickly. Um we we know Carrick's not strong enough, but like it's whoever's in charge, you you back them while they're in charge, um, especially in the beginning stages. Like at least give the guy an opportunity to maybe field a different team. Maybe we'll see some new structure. Maybe we'll see us going being a bit more risky going forward, being more compact at the back. Yes, Matt. You know who you guys need? Gasidik. That man is the best interim <laughs> yeah. manager oh. ever. Yo, <laughs> We're gonna chat Chelsea. about we're gonna chat about the United replacement. Chelsea, respect Chelsea us, man. Used, respect Chelsea us, please. Respect us. Abuse. Respect us. <laughs> but yeah, maybe with Carrick now we'll see um, we'll see something new going forward from us, or we'll see a more organized defense, more organized midfield. Um, and yeah, I think tomorrow if we if we do have a bounce back game like all clubs do when they get a new manager, um, if it's between tomorrow's game and Chelsea's game, I need it to be tomorrow. Um, Chelsea, please tonight. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, we need to win our Champions League game more than we need to beat Chelsea. Um, I know losing to Chelsea will set us back deep in the league, but but losing the Champions League game will kill our season. There's nothing we'll else to play Thursday. for there. No, they got yeah. a conference league. There's nothing else to play for if we lose that game, guys. There's nothing else to play for. I don't want to be in the Europa League. I don't watch when we play in the Europa League, and then if we make the final, I'll switch the, I'll switch the TV on. But... Um, but yeah, it's um, it's tough times. It's tough times for our club at the moment. Um, I'm not going to talk about who I want as his replacement because I don't have control over that. 
And I don't like... Well, we're going to jump into the... Like, that's, a, that's a full... We're going to look at the options because we've got a full segment. Yeah, we can that. look at the options. We United. can look at the options. But, like, I can see a lot of fans, they they want their choices. And, like, guys, it doesn't matter who you want. You can want Ten Hag. You can want Zidane. You can want Rodgers. You can want um, Big Sam. doesn't matter who you want. At the end of the day, we have guys in charge of our club who don't know football. And they're going to end up appointing the wrong guy anyway. I know you want Rodgers. So let's talk about that. Let's, let's just look. We're going to do this hypothetically. We're going to look at the options that are out there right now. And we're going to see who's the best. I think that's what we can do right now. So let's start off. We're going to go around the table. We're going to look at um, the first one. Uh, of course, the big name, which is Zinedine Zidane. Uh, let's start with you, Ken. What's your thoughts? Him stepping into that United role. I mean, I can say a lot, but I'd rather not comment on Zidane just yet. I, I don't know, guys. It's I look at I've looked at United since Alex Ferguson, and this will be their fifth managerial appointment, right? In eight years, that's obviously it. Uh, obviously, it's unprecedented because United had Alex Ferguson for close to three decades. Okay, it was like twenty odd years, and did phenomenally at United. But obviously, started slowly. But back then, you could you were afforded the time to start slowly because there wasn't as much money in football and that sort of thing. Now it's different, and I've, I've looked at United, they've gone the, the David Moyes route, which was similar to Alex Ferguson. Coming from a smallish club, not okay, Everton's a big club, but not to the same level as United, and then moving up and then trying to find your craft. Look at look at him now, he's, he's only finding his feet now, eight years ago, eight years later. I'm looking at, then you, you, you appoint Louis van Gaal, straight up of the World Cup, big hype around his 3-5-2 formation or 3-4-3 three, three formation, and start off decently. If I'm, does he win a cup, Liam? A league cup or something? Uh, FA Cup. Oh, FA Cup and then FA, FA Cup. FA Cup against um, Pardew. Hey, Pardew's dancing on the, yeah, the touchline. Yeah, FA Cup against that Palace. One. And then I think he got sacked either the next day or the next week. Yeah. that's yeah. And, and then um, his career went downwards, in my opinion, from there. And I look at Mourinho, comes up there. Okay, he, he ended off at Chelsea pretty poorly. Had some time off. Came to United and... Did decently, came second in the league, got the two trophies, the League Cup, and he got the Europa League. Um, but also, his career also stumbled from there. And I, I, I look at Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. I don't know who's going to appoint him now. now. Can you see where I'm going? I'm looking at Conte, and I think Conte might have looked at... This is my little conspiracy. I think Conte might have looked at that board structure, because I'm sure his representatives would have been contacted at some point, or his representatives would have been in contact with United. And I think for him to then go and choose Spurs... Now, I think Conte has chosen Spurs as a stopgap or something bigger two, three years down the line, if he can maintain some decent performances with Spurs in the next two, three years. I think he looked at United and I'm like, that's not a project I want to work under. So I can't say Sedan will be will be brilliant at United because I think Real Madrid were in a better place than what United were when he took over at Real Madrid and they had a good star quali quality team with a very good midfield, um, a very good spine in their team. And that's what could afford them to go and play that thing. Where United, it's a, it's, I look at those players... You've got quality players. And it reminds me of when Chelsea under Mourinho towards the end, where they don't sort of play for you or they're not playing to their standards. And I know this United team's not playing to their standards because we've seen what they can do. We've seen them smash teams up. We've seen them actually dominate Man City and absolutely crumble them in, in big games. We haven't seen that from them this year. So I don't know if Zidane's the type of guy. Now, I, I think with Zidane, there'll be a big managerial bounce with the team. But I'm not sure of what he can do over a sustained period of two, three years. I'm not sure. I, I, I can't see it from a perspective of him. I've never seen him take over a club like Man United in this kind of era. Man United is a massive club along with Real Madrid, but I've never seen it. So I would like, from a Man United's perspective, 
Maybe give it to Stephen Gerrard, guys. You know what I'm saying? Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. No, look. Don't Potter, someone like that. Uh, Rogers. I don't think Rogers should take it because the Liverpool tie. Did you say, like, whoa, like, wait, did you say Potter to United? Why not? Graham Potter to United to... right now. No but way. Everyone that's available. I don't right know. No, but like, Graham Potter? who is available? Ten Hag, is he actually available? Who is yeah, available? It I'm just saying, it's not Potter. I'm a player who plays. This okay, is hypothetically. Hypothetically. I know. I know. Rogers came to Liverpool. We're in a very dire situation from Swansea, guys. Two years later, we almost won the league with a very poor squad. They are good managers. Potter's a good manager. Rogers was a good manager. We took the risk. And remember, Liam, we were in a very similar situation. Not similar, but we were also in dire straits at that time under at Liverpool. You know, we just had King Kenny. He got sacked. We came seventh in the league or eighth, and we won the League Cup. It wasn't good enough. Changes needed to be made, and they and they risked it with Rogers, and he ended up. Rogers ended up 12th or 11th with Swansea that season after coming from the from the championship, playing very good football. Potter plays good football, guys. So I, I know United, and again, this is the thing with United. They're not going to go for a, a person like that. I'm just putting suggestions out there because I don't know who they need. Liam and them don't know who they need. I don't think the board knows who they need. That's my opinion. So right, I'm just putting out there. No one option, can, that's my, yeah. Yeah. Another option is obviously much. <laughs> Conversations are coming out of Paris. Uh, mm. uh, um, talking about how his family um, he's enjoying himself in PSG but you can see that looking at a team like PSG Tuchel also struggled with it because you're not only managing massive personalities but you're managing families as well and I think for us to judge Potter's ability of how PSG is looking it's pretty unfair looking at all the other managers who have struggled and, and stumbled. And I mean, you look at Tuchel leaving PSG and coming to Chelsea and the great job that he's done at Chelsea. So, could it be possible that Poch could find that road to Manchester United, do something similar to what, um, to what Tuchel has done? He's worked with the big personalities, the Neymars, Mbappes, the Messi's, big guys. Go to United, big guys there as well, massive personalities. Also, he's a likable guy as well, but he's also likable with tactics. Is that far fetched, gentlemen? Nah, like I um, come with you. I like the way that I, I like the way mm -hmm. that Poch set up at Spurs. Uh, to be honest, and and, and if, if we look at the amount of resources that he had to work with, he had an average spending of twenty million per season. Um, and when Spurs when Spurs cooked, they looked really good while doing so. And he took players, in my opinion, he took Son to the next level. At um, the the system that he set up and, and, and the players that he put around Son, and I think the responsibility that he laid onto Son um, took them to the next level. Spurs defensively have always been a bit shaky. So for me, that's my concern with Poch. But, um, and if you look at our defenders available, other than Varane, um, we don't really have players who are much better than what Spurs' defense was at the time. Um, and I know that might be a big shout, but like, I like now if our players are options available in attack and in midfield, those options are probably better than what he had in attack when he was and in midfield when he was at Spurs. So yes, he can he can probably do very wonders bringing his setup um, into our squad with our with our midfield and attack and and um, make us more dangerous going forward, make us much more organised um, in the midfield. But defensively, is that going to maybe overshadow the work that he's trying to do? If you look at our defensive options and how poor our defenders are, like maybe he can get some more structure in there 
and maybe he can um, shapen it up. But we see how many individual errors they make. Some, some of them even unforced errors. We see some of them who don't understand what to do when they're getting pressed. For me, will, will Poch be able to fix those things or those personal errors that players need to sort out themselves and our defenders haven't been sorting it out? So in my opinion, almost no matter who comes in, I would like Poch, but almost no matter who comes in, our defenders at the moment are so poor that it might just like it might just kill all the hard work and whatever coach comes in. Hopefully, Varane can take someone like Lindelof or Eric Bay under his wing. If he can get Bay just to be like one percent more calm or one percent less reckless on the on the field, like you could see something good enough to hold us out for the end of the season, and we need to go fishing for another centre back in the market. Um, but for me, Poch. I don't think I don't think he's able to cook at PSG because of the reasons that you said. You, you you don't only coach the team, you're basically coaching. Well, you're working with their families and and their agents and and everything like that. They they all involved. Um, at Man United, I feel like you'll have the freedom to do a much better job. You'll have more resources to do a better job. So yeah, bring him in, see what he does in the next window in terms of our defense. Um, for me. He's, he's ideal because he, him and Zidane and Tenago are, are ideal. I don't want a, a British manager because then we don't sell Maguire. We don't sell Shaw. We don't sell Wambisako. Not even sell them. We don't bench them. Um, getting a foreign manager in, for me, they'll be more slightly more cutthroat. But I think they'll also be very cautious because you know how the media, the British media will, will um, hunt those foreign managers. Match your thoughts and to wrap it up for the United replacement? Yeah, it's basically my thoughts is just to sum it up. I guess you just never know who's gonna come in and do the job. I look at I look at United's performance against Watford. There's some things you just can't blame Ole. Like that was bad defending. Like the guys just it seems like they just for, forgot how to defend. The basic the basic structure of that of that four for two, whatever they played. Um the center backs wasn't wasn't picking up the man, they left the man running. Like um, they were man, no, man's, no man's land. So it's then you look at it like is this was this all his fault? Or is this this throwing the game and then letting them get fired? Um, in terms of like who's the next coach? I honestly I don't know who would be the the, the best the best to come in to stabilize and to 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 get this team up and running because I really do believe in my opinion that that United's gonna have the same strategy than the. As Chelsea, every two years you're going to change because they're going to, or three years, they're going to go for short-term success. And when their success doesn't come, they're just going to fire and keep it moving. Um, because if you think about it, they gave only four years. Am I right? If I'm not mistaken, there's no manager that's going to come in and get more time than four years or three years. So the next manager that comes in, maybe it's um, Poch. How long is Poch going to get? Poch can't. Nah, you also him. get. He'll get similar. He'll be short term, and when it doesn't work out, I think I think if Poch comes in, he doesn't last more than two years, yeah, um, so they... or, or or more than two and a half years. You will you'll see out this season. Could have a potential decent season next season, um, but then I think the season after that might it just might be underwhelming. And Callum, earlier you said you didn't think Conte wanted to join us because like of of the of the project, like he didn't want to be part of what he was looking at. But remember. It was us who was taking our time. He was ready. He was ready True. to come. Yeah. Fair, so, it's a fair point. Like he, fair he wanted fab. to join and and we yeah. took our time. Yeah, I remember our, our, our neighbor Fab said that. Um so so yeah, so I think uh, like 
in hindsight, a lot of people didn't want Conte at the time. Uh, now we probably gutted. Like I know I am that that we don't have him because again he he comes in he brings in he brings in some structure he brings in a system. Um, again, he sees it out till the next transfer window so he can get the players that he needs. And if you look at our squad, I don't think Conte would need a big overhaul to if if he wanted to do something there. Um, and he's also, in my opinion, he he's quite smart with his transfers. Um, it's mm. not going to be like spending eighty five million on a useless brick. Uh, yeah, Callum, to wrap it up real quick. Yeah, sorry, man. I'm just like, obviously, that whole Conte thing. And I think them taking time also proves a lot. You know what I mean? I, like, I'm Conte. I know what I bring to the table. If I'm not good enough and you're taking your time, then obviously that's the situation. But I, I'm going to come back on my Potter situation. I'm not saying Potter's the one. I'm saying these kinds of managers. Look, who was Thomas Tuchel before he went to Dortmund? He, he was at Mines. You know what I mean? He finished sixth before the year before he went to 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 Dortmund in that league, and I'm, I'm, obviously it's Bundesliga tax and whatever. He did decently at Dortmund. I think he won, maybe won a cup or two at Dortmund, if that. He never won the league at Dortmund. He then got a stint at PSG and now at Chelsea. So now we're looking at Thomas Tuchel as top five manager in the in, in the world, right? Arguably. So when when do we give these managers a chance? But that's that's what I was saying. United won't do that because they need success now, and that's why they've always yeah, bought but... these big name players. Not these players. That's there, so they don't buy Robertson, Ismail Assar, these types of players. They have to go get um, fifty million pound Wambasaka and this and this player and this player. Eighty. They have to have a name to show that they're a big club, and that's not on Liam. <laughs> that's on the board. Yeah, yeah. I love that's how you managed board. to tie Liverpool into all of this. You see, did you see oh, how sneaky? Did you see how sneaky it was? Ah, oh, the Robertson. Not buy a Robertson. Robertson from Hull City. I must catch Robertson in Eight the streets. Million. I'm kicking him in the balls. I hate that guy. <laughs> that guy will punch you up. Yo. Yeah, let's be real. A Scotsman Bro, will punch up anyone in this league. You'll punch up anyone in this league. Who's who's punching no. him up? Scottish guys. Roberts, come on, though. Guys, they're from Scot. They're living in Scotland. Bro, Dean How Anderson will punch him up, bro. No, Robert's just talk, bro. No ways. Robert's just talk. There's a there's a Kiwi guy named Chris Wood. There's a Kiwi named Chris anyway, Wood. Anyway, Chris Robinson Wood. fell off. Oh, so anyway, it doesn't really matter. He fell off. So anyway, let's keep it moving. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Let's take a look at what's happening Champions League this week with Robinson falling off. Uh, let's start off. Uh, we spoke about Manchester United quite a bit, but we're going to go back into them uh, because it is the first game at quarter to eight. Of the Champions League tonight, recording this on Monday, so I'm gonna say tomorrow. So excuse that. Uh, Liam, how are you feeling? And also give me a score prediction for this one. You manage uh, I was watching um I was watching Michael Carrick's press conference, and um yeah, so it's yeah, I just choked on my drink. Oh my word, I'm not sure. Guys, you That's see, we've hilarious. got into a point where, <laughs> where I have to say things like, I'm watching Michael Carrick's press conference. <laughs> oh. So, um, he was mainly touching on the Yo. fact that him and Ole work closely together. So, he Man, said, um, first he said something along the lines of, thanks, Matt, he asked me. Um, first, he said something along the lines of um, how the tactics are, are quite similar because they've been working together. Um, but then, like, what gives me like a 0.2% of hope 
is when he said, um, but obviously he, he already has an idea in his head of how he wants the team to set up and play. Um, so what I'm expecting to see from him, if I don't see, if I don't see a new formation, then like, then I won't bother. Um, or if I don't see our same formation, but with the players that the fans have been calling to play in, in certain positions, like a complete midfield change, um, maybe even like a, a different front four in like rotated in different positions. Um, I want Carrick to show something different. I don't want him now to be safe and and um, and go with 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 what Ole has been doing because I think in in his mind or, or in in everyone's mind that will be the worst thing that he can. I have a feeling. I have a feeling he's he has kept himself quiet during the Ole reign. Um, I genuinely do. I think I think that he's maybe held his tongue um, because I because of he, he played in the midfield. In my opinion, he has a better footballing brain than um, than Ole when it comes to setting a team up. Um, but obviously, he doesn't have the coaching experience. I'm not saying he's going to go out there and be as he done. I'm saying I think I back to see something different from him. Um, maybe we must start at two at the moment. And if I don't see anything different from him, then um, I'll be really disappointed, and I won't I won't back him. But um, I, I still think the, cool. the team's going to bounce back. We're, we're going to have our bounce back game. And um, we're going to win 3-0. 3-0 against Villarreal. Unai Emery. Uh, we're going to move over to you, Matt. You guys, of course, lost the last time. You played Juventus. You looked good on the weekend. How are you feeling going to those fixtures and some of the Juventus big boys will be back? Actually, Mitch, some of the big boys of the Juventus players actually going to miss the game. So I don't know where you get your information from, buddy. Isn't the isn't, sure baller back? I'm not Which sure if it's the back? voice or the voice or the son oh, or wherever, Tigerberg. But I yeah, it seems back. like we're missing some, missing some crucial information. But yeah, no, James, it's, it's still Juventus at the, at the end of the day. The good news is we are playing at the bridge. Um, we do very well in front of our fans. Um, <laughs> it's a library. It's quiet. Come on. It's not a fortress. Your fans attend games in summer or are they scared they're going to melt? <laughs> nah, they, don't they don't come to winter games. Chelsea fans avoid winter games. Give me a score. Anyway, go on. Anyway, James. Brush their teeth on the sideline. <laughs> you remember that video of that dude brushing his teeth while they're making a sub at the bridge? <laughs> He was brushing his teeth. I was like, yo, Chelsea fans Mitch, are wild, man. Mitch, can I have my time, dude? You gave Lloyd like oh, sorry, 32 sorry, minutes. Sorry. Anyway. Go for it, go for it. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, man, I'm... I'm a, just say what you need to say. I'm quite excited for the game. I mean, we do play on tomorrow, so... I'm looking forward to the game. We should win that 2-1. 2-1 to Chelsea. last time. Ah, uh, Yeah, so... You lost the young boy. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm going to keep mine short, James. Over Liverpool Porto. Pepe is a threat. We, never keep it short. We, we threw the group, lads. We threw the group, but Klopp's still going to play a strong side because every win we get in the Champions League is two and a half million pounds and we broke. So we will play decent. But you're never going to spend win. Exactly. Well, I don't know. So it's three, three point one. You guys are scared we don't spend it, though. I see all the United fans. Jude Bellingham will choose Liverpool today if he could. Yeah, I know. Money. Mitch, he's the perfect Mitch, money. Mitch, 
Mitch. You have the but, money. Mitch. Anyway, we win 3-1. We win 3-1. Mitch. <laughs> yeah, I heard it. Can you hear it as well? Can you hear yeah, it as man. well? Yeah. I heard it. Yeah, right yeah. Right Gerald is idle. Rattle. And loves our club. Rattle. Rattle. All right. Me. Rattle. Nice. Rattle. Rattle. Anyway. Lloyd's got you. Lloyd's got you. Hey, guys. Callum actually <laughs> kept it short. <laughs> um, and Real Madrid is playing. I don't even want to say this. Sheriff. 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 <laughs> I'm telling you, four no win. That's the sound of the police. Four no win. Four no win for Real Madrid this weekend. This week, sorry. Four no win for Real Madrid against Sheriff. Three, um, three goals for Benz. Simple. Three please goals can they win? Because I need my Kamavinga card to upgrade. Can Kamavinga score or something, please? Uh, he doesn't start, man. That midfield, it, we still got the retirement village in that midfield, bro. That's Those guys are aging like wine, bro. We've got Durbanville Hills, Cabernet Sauvignon. We've got, we've got Speared Wine. We've got Niederberg. Those oaks are maturing like crazy. Mitch is dancing around his pronunciations. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, that's the UCL. That's the UCL. Uh, other big games. Let me just go through them real quick that you can catch. Uh, there is Man City taking on PSG. That was a good game the last time. Atletico yeah. AC Milan is also going to be quite a fixture to keep your eyes on. So I think those are the the, the only two that you can you can guarantee some goals and some excitement. Gents, that's the episode. 23. There we go. Can I shout out something, guys? Yeah, 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 go for it. Go for it. Um, lovely lady Tracy on our local timeline here does an amazing thing with Garden Garden of Blessings and she feeds so many people in the community. And there's a um a football tournament this Saturday at Century City Fives. So it's nice early in the morning. So if you want to get there nice and early, you know, just bring some things, um, bring a donation, bring some food items. I know they, they go through lots of rice and things like that, but she's doing absolutely amazing work, her and her team and all those that, that help her out every single weekend. So if you guys can make it there, we're going to be there. A few of us are going to be there. A couple of the other local lads are going to be there. So just like to see you guys there, man. She's doing amazing work, guys. Yeah, there we go. It's going to be out in Century City uh, this weekend, as Callum said. Uh, it's going to be a cool cup. Everyone's going to be involved, some good teams. Some of your favorite TL faves. You can see how they back it up um, with all the TL shouts that they have. You're going to see them on the pitch. It's going to be exciting, man. It's all for a good cause. Yeah, Matt? Let's do the viewers, the viewers that are watching. Um, to the fives, guys, if you guys want to play a free game, just let me know. Lloyd's covering it. <laughs> On his credit card. We forgot about no the bet. Charges. We forgot about the yeah, bet. No, it's, yeah, no, but, no, it's so it's, it's going to be Man United fans only. So we'll say, yeah, 10 Man United fans or 9 Man United fans because I'm playing. I can't pay and not play. DM me <laughs> on Twitter. We make a game. Matt will referee. Mitch will ref the other side. And uh, Callum will film. And I'll pay. Yo, wait, what? what? Wait, Not what that means. there's two refs on this fight pitch. This is crazy. Yeah, because we, we have a lot refs. of anger that we need to get out. <laughs> That's crazy. On that note, gents, it's been a, another great week. Um, don't forget to check out our fab chat. Um, some good points in there. 
um, some of the transfers that are still haven't been done yet. Some questions, check it out. Uh, we also got fans uncut happening this week. Uh, I'm not sure which games are happening, but there'll be fans uncut. Go watch the previous ones as well. And that's been us. I've been Mitch, Callum, Liam, Matt. Don't forget to tell your friends.